0: You're listening to the podcast version of Spark TV, a monthly drop of interviews where we have a wine with the world's most inspirational female founders, I'm your host, Danielle Lewis, the CEO and co-founder of Scrunch, a global influencer marketing community, as well as the founder of Spark Founders Program, a global membership for female founders who are ready to grow their business. Our vision for Spark TV is to share founder stories so you might garner inspiration and pick up strategies to shortcut your own success. Before we start, I do have a special request press pause and go and get yourself a glass of vino. We've both got one and we want to share it with you. Got it? Amazing. Remember, you can also watch these episodes on our YouTube channel, Spark Founders Program, or you can follow our Instagram account at Spark Founders Program for daily business tips. Now sit back, enjoy the vino and let's bring a little spark to your business. Claire, how are you? Welcome to Spark TV. Hi, Danielle. It's so good to be here. Oh my God. I'm so excited to chat with you. Uh, This is like, I've been stalking you on Instagram and this is like (laughs) the most exciting period. I mean, I'm sure you've had many exciting times in your life, but I'm so excited for this period of your life. So thank you for coming on the show and sharing your story. Oh, it's so good to be here. Now, before we launch into why I'm so excited for you, uh, why don't we tell the Spark community what you do?
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, It's
1: it's a bit of a funny one. I I went on holidays overseas recently and people would ask me, what do you do? And... The easiest way to articulate it to them was to say that I'm a business coach. But of course, as you would know, following my journey, I really specialize in the space of money mm. and I'm really passionate about helping business owners to make more profit. So, my background is actually in accounting. I'm a qualified accountant, I'm a CPA, and I really bring together the concepts of like money management, of, of finance, business finance, with mm. money mindset. And I kind of weave the two together, which is is how I help my clients get explosive results in their business through, you know, looking at their practical numbers and also using the mindset side. So I'm kind of a a combination of the practical side of money and also, you know, the woo-woo side.
0: I love that so much because I'm always surprised at how it isn't just the tactics. It isn't the technical knowledge. Like you can teach someone how to do something, but if they don't believe they are capable, like they just don't do the work. It's really, yeah. it's something that I, um, so, cause I teach sales. I'm like, I've told you what to do. Why aren't you doing it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. you know? So I've had to actually go on that journey and realize that about women in business, especially, yeah. but it's really interesting. So did you, when you were studying to be an accountant, ever think that you would be a business owner, business coach, what's that journey been like for you? Oh, honestly, like I, I think that I realized when I was
1: backpacking that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Um, so I went to uni, did my post-grad, got a job as an accountant and I worked in finance for, for many years, but I remember that I was doing sail Croatia, which is this big boat. That you do oh my God, that sounds amazing. <laughs> it's so much fun. Um, um, you know, back when I was single and, and living it up and, um, one of the guys on the cruise, he, would disappear. So, you know, we'd all be sunbaking and having, you know, beers and whatever. And he would disappear for about an hour or two. And then he'd come back up. And one day I said to him, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I, I work, I run my own business. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he, he lived the laptop lifestyle. So he's like, I'm always on holidays. And I just go and do a little bit of work. And that keeps funding my trip. And I was up whoa.
0: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like I want that life. <laughs> I
1: want your life. Wow. And, um, you know, he was a graphic designer and I just thought it was the coolest, most amazing thing ever. Mm. And that was probably when I first had the spark ignited in me that I wanted to run my own business from there. A lot of things would happen. I remember I met someone, she ran a toy store and I was obsessed with this woman. I was like, can I come and work with you? I was, I think I worked for her for free or for like $30 an hour just because I wanted to be with someone who ran their own business Mm. um, on the weekends and things like that. And this entrepreneurial fire got lit in me. I saw a life coach um, and said, I want to start my own business. Still didn't have the courage. Talk about this mindset stuff, right? Mm, It's like, you know what you need to do. I just didn't have the courage. And it's so funny because I look back now thinking I was, you know, in my 20s, single, no mortgage, no financial Mm -hmm. commitments, and I was too scared to take the leap. Mm. And, you know, I then met my husband, we got married, had a baby. And when I had my baby, I got made redundant. Wow. Great timing. Oh my God. That was the time that I decided to start my business. Um, the, the steps that had happened before that my husband had started his business when I was eight months pregnant.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was the, the sole breadwinner and, wow. um, you know, and then I was watching him, I was supporting him with his business and he's like, oh my gosh, you're really good at this. He's like, people would pay you for this. And I was like, maybe they would. Wow. And yes. so, yeah. So then a couple of months later I joined him and um, we had this infant child, two <laughs> infant businesses. And that was
0: seven and a bit years ago now. And I wow. um, haven't looked back. Well, it's really interesting, isn't it? You know, I mean, I look at you and you're now, so I've probably been following you the last couple of years and I just think, oh my God, absolutely brilliant, has obviously been, you know, killing it from day one. But it's interesting to reflect on the story and kind of go, well, everyone kind of has that, Issue at the start where they are worried about would someone actually pay me for my skill set? Can I do this? Can I take the leap? And, you know, sometimes it takes those life changing moments, like being made redundant, to actually be the kick up the bum to take the leap. Yeah.
1: And you know, something kind of related, but I want to share it as well is that my journey, and to be honest, I would say every business owner's journey, it is not like this linear path of up mm. and up and up. You mm. know, it was twenty early 2019, we were getting eviction notices from our rental property because wow. we weren't able to pay our rent, Yeah, you know? And I think I'm really you know, if you follow me, you'll know I talk a lot about the the downside as well because I think it's yeah it's easy to look at all the glamorous stuff on the outside and it's like actually you know what most business owners go through really tough times and failures and cash flow mm. struggles mm. and this is why I really love to open up these conversations and say. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff, but there's a lot of shit stuff as well. And, and, you know, I'd love to share these stories because I think it helps people feel less alone. And remember not to compare different chapters of your journey to, to someone else's.
0: And that is such a good point because so I have a really big problem with people on Instagram who talk about their six-figure, seven-figure, eight-figure businesses and don't actually disclose things like profit and the the hard, the hard times, the struggle. So I that's actually one of the things I love about following you is a you're super real that, you know, it's hard work. Um but B you talk a lot about profit and that's I know I'm probably skipping ahead. There's so much I want to talk to you about, <laughs> but you know, since we're kind of getting onto the cash flow topic, yeah. I think that it's important to talk about that because the big exciting news you have <laughs> is your book launch. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which I'm not surprised is all about profit. <laughs> yeah. And it's called Intentional Profit, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's kind of dive in there because Like you said, business can be brutally tough sometimes and we are all going on this journey and it's so important to actually talk about what is important in the business. But I love that you are, again, you know, even with the title, you're combining the woo and the work, right? So the intentional and the profit. So talk to me about what intentional profit is, what the manifesto is, why you wrote it, what it's all about and how, you know, business owners can apply it. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, like I said, I sort of, I come from a background in accounting and something I was shocked about when I came, because in big business, there's a couple of really core fundamentals that are just, it's a given, right? Mm-hmm. Like one of them is you always lead with your profit. Like there, I, I can't imagine sitting in a meeting being like, oh my gosh, we made this many sales. And then saying, oh, but we made a loss. Like that just wouldn't, it wouldn't yeah. happen. Yeah. And yet in small business world, I'm like, why, no one will even disclose their profit. Mm. It's something really, really interesting that I've noticed. And so I want to start encouraging and empowering people to have these conversations. Um, and also normalize, you know, big margins, small margins, like conversations about it. Yes. So that's the that's the practical side. Um, and you know, another thing is like budgeting and cash flow. Look, I know these things don't sound sexy. <laughs> <But> guess what? <laughs> they work, right? <laughs> <laughs> um and so I want to start having conversations about like hey, create a budget and every time like I do this with my clients they're like Oh, and then when we get to the end they're like oh my gosh it's so it's, empowering it's so empowering mm. they can see the value of it mm. and then they have a benchmark to to work against um so that's kind of on the the practical side I I know it's not sexy right but I'm also like, but we need to be having these conversations because I'm sick of hearing stories about people who are making all of this turnover and have no money and who wonder why. And I'm like, I want to open up and, and start normalizing that side. Yes. Um. The flip side of it is that I also don't want numbers to be depressing. I don't mm. want people to look at their spreadsheet and be like, oh, I've got no money. No point. And I'm like, well, no, you can turn that around. Yes. And again, that's why this intention comes into it. It's going, what do you want? Why do you want it? And do you, and empowering people to believe you can have that if you desire Mm. it and Mm. showing them how the two worlds of dreaming, belief, mindset actually combine together with the practicality of the reality, you know, we have to pay tax. if you've got a team, you you need to pay them a salary. And so really making sure that we're combining those practical elements together. And that's what this book is. It's just a a beautiful marriage between the two different things. Um, Yes. There's some, some real accounting talk in there, but there's also a lot of talk about inspiration and practical solutions. You know, one of the things I spoke about is how it's very
0: normal in business to go up and down and stop Mm. freaking out. If it happens to you, it's okay. It's normal. I love that because I mean, so coming from the tech startup world with my other business, Scrunch, the only thing investors, well, A, you were on that investor hamster wheel. Like it wasn't about profit or actually running a sustainable business, it was about raising capital, but it was all about the hockey stick. If you weren't showing growth every month, like the world was ending. <laughs> but 10 years later, and after having to go through all of the work and become financially literate and and also do a lot of mindset work, right? And actually let go of some of the shame of not understanding everything and actually know that you are on a journey. It is that, isn't it? It is up and down. And one, you know, bad month doesn't mean your business is doomed forever, but it is really interesting how not looking at the numbers can actually be your undoing, right? Like I think yeah. about, I have um, monthly audits, right, where I just go through all of like the software subscriptions I pay for. Like, how many? You know, it's so funny. I write down all these things, and like, we've got a post-it note full of cancel all these bloody things because you're not using any of them. Like, I feel like sometimes not, you know, making ourselves look at the numbers and do the boring work is sometimes the thing that makes us spiral and not actually achieve our goals. You've
1: hit the nail on the head.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just, but why do you think that is? Like, why do you think, well, and let's maybe talk women because this is a female (laughs) community, but why do you think we do have that shame around money and we don't want to look at the spreadsheets and we don't want to do the boring stuff? Do you think that there's a reason Look, I think there's a, there's
1: a lot of reasons that I hear that pop up, and I don't think that they're exclusive to, to females. Mm. Um, it's something Gross. Gross. I see a lot. Um, you know, there's a lot of a, a shame in in not understanding. Um, mm. you know, people are like, I don't really understand, so if I just pretend it's not happening, hopefully it will go away. Yeah. Um, I definitely hear that people just say it's just boring, and um, uh, you know, and again, I think that sometimes it's the way that things have been explained to people that it feels really overwhelming and, you know, they just haven't had it explained to them in an an easy to understand way. And, um, you know, I think that sometimes when we have problems, we just ignore it and think that it will go away. And my experience has shown that sometimes temporarily it kind of, you know, can duck up, but then it will always rear its head up again. And I think this is the thing that I'm like, It's not going to go away. Like just Mm. learn to understand it. And, you know, again, the, the processes that I teach, I'm like, make it simple, make it fun. I, one of the things that I teach about inside my course is like, how can you make looking at numbers fun? Um, yeah. one of the things, you know, my hubby, he's not a numbers person.
0: Mm-hmm. So, you
1: know, one Friday took him to the pub, he had his beer in his hand. He was
0: happy out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say. If you want to, you want to get my attention, put a wine in my hand and we can talk about anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so now I know my make, partner's game. <laughs> so how can you make the process fun? Like yes. what are some things that you can do to actually go, okay, how can I inject some fun into this process? And I'll mm. tell you what is really fun. Making more profit because you can have (laughs) more fun with it. Right. Yeah. And that's what I kind of show people as well. Like when we go, I go through my, my challenges, my programs is I'm like, yeah, okay. $20 canceling subscription, not very sexy, 200 bucks for a pair of shoes
0: you know? Exactly. I love that. You're so right. It is the, you know, maybe the process of, you know, auditing things, canceling things, checking in with your numbers every day, week, month, whatever the cadence is, maybe that feels unsexy. But if you can actually correlate it to the vision board, the dreams list, the, all of the stuff I want in my life, then it starts to bridge that boring gap a little bit. A hundred percent,
1: a hundred percent. And, you know, the little things really do add up. Mm. and being intentional see what I did there being oh, intentional <laughs> about what you want to do mm. it really means that you can say okay yeah I'm happy to have maybe maybe you go I'm happy to have a bit of a, a short-term dip in my profit because I can see the long-term prize yeah and, you know in the first chapter second chapter of the book I talk about companies interesting enough like tech startups and I'm like a lot of the times these companies like Facebook didn't make a profit for eight years yeah. And this is what intention, intentionality is about. It's like, sometimes mm. maybe you're not even making a profit. Maybe yeah. you're okay to kind of, you know, plateau or even go backwards for a little while for that to be your springboard to leap ahead. But mm. I just want to empower people rather than just being like, Oh, it's got, it's got, yeah, cool. I know things are a bit slow at the moment, but they are going to take off really mm. soon. Cause I've got a plan in place.
0: I love that. And I just love the word intentional, right? It's so easy for you just to get stuck in your to-do list and for days and weeks to pass, and you kind of dip your head up above water and -hmm. you kind of go, what, where am I? I love the word intention because you're right. If you're not sort of set on why are we doing the things that we're doing, sometimes you end up in the wrong place.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So it's about keeping you on the prize. I love it. That's so good. So tell me then, what was the process of actually writing a book like? I know that there are so many women in okay, Let community. me just drop my face for a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, it's so interesting, right? Like books... Books are amazing. I absolutely love books. There's something about them. There's something about being an author, about having that tangible book in your hand that I feel like no amount of social media, no reels will ever replace that vibe, but it seems pretty overwhelming. Talk to me about this process.
1: Yeah. Look, there's, there's a ton of different ways that you can write a book. You know, one of my girlfriends, um, Steph Taylor, she self-published her own book. She pulled it together and she was like, yeah, it was no big deal. Um, Mm. but she got to the end of the process because she'd consolidated a lot of her existing content and she didn't feel confident to launch it out in the world as, you know, as a book. Mm. And, um, you know, I guess, there's so many different ways that you can do things. I personally wanted to hire teams to support me to do it. I wanted to invert a commas, do it right. But that yep. doesn't mean, of course, that someone who writes their own book, publishes their own book, you know, you know, and again, now that I've been through the process, I probably would have done some things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been a lot harder than I ever anticipated it would be I compare it to like having a child (laughs) yeah I knew it was going to be hard I didn't quite realize how hard and stressful it's definitely been the hardest thing that I've done in business and probably not helped as well by the fact that you know in June last year I was in a major car accident I um got rear-ended by a semi-trailer truck on the freeway. Wow. My car was written off. I was very, very lucky to walk away from it alive, mm-hmm. let alone actually physically walk. But I had this invisible injury, which was this neck injury, which to this day still plagues me. Mm. But, you know, I did a lot of the the riding in bed with a wheat heat bag. Not very sexy. And, you know, and that's kind of added an extra layer of challenge to it for me. Yeah so yeah, it's been a, it's been a journey, put mm. it that way. Um, uh, but in saying that as well, I would really encourage anyone who's thinking about it to do it. You know, there's such a sense of sitting here right now. I'm like, Holy smokes. I'm a best selling author. Like, Yes. What? Cause we've
0: just found out that you're best selling as well. Oh my God. This is so cool. <laughs> it is so cool and oh. so surreal. And
1: yes. You know, sitting here right now, it's so worth it all. But mm. in the journey to get here, I was like, what am I doing here? <laughs>
0: I, I it's interesting though, isn't it? Because I feel like there's the the theme of this conversation has been do the hard things. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. there are things that, you know, it would be easier to, you know, just sit and you know, create an Instagram post or knock off early and watch Netflix or you know, do whatever. But when we do the boring things, when we do the hard things, mm. you know, they they are the things that stack up and help us achieve our goals.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. And it is this it's this really fine balance between the two because I am, mm. I'm not someone who's like, you have to work your ass off 24 yeah. 7 to be successful. You know, I do think that it's about fun and about play and about freedom. But mm. the flip side of that, and this is something I want to remind people, you know, the people that you see online who are sunbaking in the Greek islands they're still posting on social media. They're still, you know, writing letters Mm. to their email list. They Mm. have spent years and years building their following and contacting the list and growing an email list. And I think that sometimes when we get to a destination, we can forget about all the hard work that we did to get there as well, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, And I think that it's really important that we remember that you know there is a lot of hard work that that goes into these things and um you know and i love again to have these vulnerable conversations and and say to people yeah like it, it, yes there can be a lot of cool and fun and you know, freedom that comes with running a business, but there's also a lot of shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and it's interesting, isn't it? It goes back to the graphic designer guy that you met who was, you know, stepping out of the party, stepping out of a daily party to make sure he's doing his work that does fund the lifestyle. So, you know, I think we do have to remember that. Yeah. Everything we see on social media, you know, there is the hard work that goes into it as well. Oh, a hundred percent. And, you know, even him working a couple of hours a day, I
1: mean, he'd been doing this for years and years. I'm like, where are you Mm. getting your clients from? He's like, had all these contacts and clients and references. And, you know, even when we were in bars in the Greek Island, he'd be like, Hey mate, like, you know, I can do this. Like he was pitching while we were at a bar. Um, And I think that's the thing is that, you know, yes, there's the cool stuff, but yeah, there, there is work that comes with it as well.
0: It is interesting though, too. I think when you love what you do, mm-hmm. you know, you, it things start to blend. Like I yeah. love that example of he's in the bar, but he's pitching for work as well. Yeah. And I think sometimes we think there's got to be this cutoff point, yeah. like five o'clock has to come and we have to be like, okay, I'm putting yeah. my business to the side and I'm yeah. living my life. Yeah. But you know, when you, when you love it, and yeah. you can integrate it. I find that that's where the fun and the play and the balance comes because you are you're not stressed about, well, well, it's midday and I'm just not inspired. I'm going to go hang by the pool, read a book and re-energize. Mm-hmm. And, and that's okay. Like you don't yeah. berate yourself for like fitting into the old corporate guidelines. Everything, life starts to blend a little bit more. Oh, a hundred percent. And, you know, so people sweet. said to me, I'm um, like,
1: you know, when I've gone holidays and they're like, you're always on Instagram. And I'm like, I'm not even, I'm not sitting there being like, I have to go on Instagram and post. It's just so organic to me now. Mm. Um, You know, when I'm, I'm doing my challenges and I'm sitting there and people are like, you seem so passionate. And I'm like, you can't fake this. Right. Yeah. Like I am like, I am passionate. I'm doing a service to you. I'm helping you people. Like this Mm. is why I can sell with such integrity because I'm like, this is the greatest thing that everyone needs to learn about. And I really want you to come inside so that you can Uh. have the transformation inside.
0: I love that too. Like that is such a powerful like lesson statement for anybody dialing in, like having that level of passion and the belief in the transformation Yeah, means you're not selling. Like I know yeah. everyone has had such a hard time with the word sales and the idea Mm. of selling. But, you know, you are doing people a disservice if you're not out there going, hey, I can actually help you make your life better if you like. All of those things, all of the wild dreams you have could be a reality if you come and hang out with me.
1: Oh, 100%. And I I have seen this in my own sales journey is when I'm Mm. selling something and I'm like, I really need to hit a sales target. Let's just get this thing out there
0: Mm. as compared
1: to where I'm like, this is the greatest thing. It will help you so much. My conversion rates are insane when I'm in that kind of energy because I'm selling from authenticity. I'm selling the transformation that I can give to people. And um, that energy is so important in sales.
0: People can feel it, right? Like people can actually feel your energy and we do have to be realistic. Like you know, most of us are competing with somebody, right? Like most of us have competitors. So it's us, like it's our energy. It's our uniqueness. That is what converts people, I think.
1: Yeah. And remembering too, you know, something that I hear a lot is that people have excuses. I know we're going on a sales detour here, but I think it's real.
0: I always do that though. Sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, over there, over there. Um, You know, something that people have said to me is they're like, but you're so like, energetic and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but a lot of people hate that energy. Mm. Like I tend to be magnetized towards people who are a little bit more calm because yes. because I've got this like, um, and I'm like, you have to remember that there is a place for everyone in the market and you don't need to look or be a certain way. Like mm-hmm. your people are going to be attracted to your vibe, whatever yes. that is. You know, I had a ton of stories when I got first first got started in business, because, you know, I'm a lot older than a lot of people who are in my space. Um, but equally, that kind of magnetizes some of the, the right kind of people as well. Um, you know, we, we can make a ton of excuses about mm. why we're not getting out there. But remember that there's always people who are going to be attracted to certain people and energies. And I think just being yourself and being authentic is the best way to attract the right kind of people as well.
0: I love that. You are right. We can tell ourselves anything. We can mm. make up a story to like, doesn't matter if we're too young, too old, too this, too that. Like We can just tell ourselves any reason that we want to not actually go out and put ourselves out there and sell or show up or mm. whatever our mode of sales is. But it is interesting. And this is the funniest thing that I have is like, it is so funny because it is all completely made up in our own brains. Oh, yeah.
1: hundred percent. A hundred percent. I had someone who came on my retreat this time last year. She's actually mm. now my OBM. I'm in a full circle. Well, I know who
0: it is. I love her. Yes.
1: <laughs> but at the retreat, what we were talking about, because mm. we were all hanging out with her, she swears like a trooper, right? Mm. Um, and on her Instagram, you'd go to her Instagram and it was this perfect little curated feed with all of these generic captions. Mm. And I'm like, no offense, but that's not you at all. And I said to her, why don't you just swear? Like mm. have a picture. Like I'm like, and she's like, you know, and I'm like those people, I'm like, you can't not swear. Yeah. Like your energy is going to come out. You've got um, big sweary energy. <laughs> she's got big sweary energy. Um, You know, if I was very, very serious all the time, which I used to have to be in accounting land and then people mm. would get to know me and I'm not like that. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's almost like you've you're trying to pretend to be someone that you're not. Yeah. And I think that, you know, it's not sustainable. Um, there's no way that Leah could not swear. Um. <laughs> and-
0: and you're right too. I think people feel the fakeness, Yeah, you know, yeah. like when you're not being your authentic self, people yeah. go, even if they don't hate it, love it or hate it, they're going something's off about that. And mm. so it's not for me. Yeah. But yeah. when you do show up and you are your big sweary self or your, yeah. you know, your big wine drinking self or your big yeah. whatever, yeah. you know, that is where people go, you're my person, teach yeah. me everything you know. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Oh, that's so good. Any huge business lessons that we need to share with anyone anything over the last so you've been in this for like over seven (laughs) years now anything that you um I mean obviously profits the huge one right people not focusing in on you know what is right um you know to look at for their numbers anything else that you see mistakes people make or challenges you've encountered yourself that you might have a tip around oh look one of the biggest things would be mindset um
1: I was like, I don't need mindset work. And then now I am like, it is the crux of everything in business. Mm. And you know, like I've been through a lot of tough times as a business owner and people, I remember like in 2019, I had to go borrow money off my mom, which is so humiliating as a grown up with a couple Mm. of children. And she's like, go and get a job. And I was like, nah. And she's like, how can you and i'm like because Mm -hmm. i have an unwavering faith in my success and i know it's inevitable and i know that people on the outside think that I'm crazy. And then one day they're going to be like, wow, isn't she so lucky? And I'm like, no, because I, I had to believe in myself when other people didn't, yeah. um, you know, this whole journey of the book, I'm going to be honest with you. I have put so much money into this so mm. much time. It has really affected, you know, my business. Yeah. Um, and I have just had this belief that this was the path for me. And I have not let go of that faith. And I think that this is something that I would say to people, like, don't tell me that you don't need the mindset work because everyone needs, it. I still need it yeah. all the time. Yes, And it's, that is the biggest game changer for, for me and for my clients as well. You know, um, I work with a lot of really successful people in business from the outside. You'd be like, what have they got to worry about? everyone has their wobbles. Yeah. Everyone has their wobbles. Everyone has their like, oh my gosh, this isn't working. And mm. having that coming back to the mindset, coming back to it is really what keeps you ongoing.
0: I could not agree with you anymore. <laughs> it is so, so true. I mean, I even find if I'm having a bad mindset day, I can't even do the things on my to-do list, yeah. let alone yeah. think about yeah. The growth, the strategy, the stuff that's going to move us forward. Like you can just sit there and stare at your laptop, stare at the blank page in front of you. And you're right. It is the mindset stuff. It is, you know, backing yourself when other people don't. This business stuff is very difficult some days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: A hundred percent. So that's one thing. Um, the next thing I would say, like the people you're around. Mm. And it's all kind of connected into mindset as well. But, yeah. you know, like my husband is like, I, there is absolutely no way I would be where I was today if I didn't have him cheering me on, supporting me all the time. My business friends, like, oh my gosh, the people you are around, are yes. who you become. my coaches, like yes. being me paying to be in the energy of people being like, holy crap, like that's what rubs off on you. Because yeah. when you're hanging around with people who are like, what are you doing? This is a mistake. You know, mm-hmm. that is going to rub off on you completely. So pick your circle, pick the people. And, you know, if there's no one in your world, who's like that, find them or yes. pay for it. Like yes, people are like, you know, how did you, and I'm like, I was in networking groups with these people. I was paying to be in masterminds. Um, You know, like a lot of the you know my coaches like I paid a ton of money to be in their energy, and we then kind of become biz friends. You know I've got someone coming from Perth actually this weekend. She was my client. We've become friends, and you know she's flying over and we're hanging out for the weekend. And I think that's kind of you know if you don't naturally have those people in your your world and your circle, pay to get in the energy of it because that rubs off on you so much as well.
0: I love it because for me, it's about possibility. So, yes. you know, sometimes I go, I've got all of these big dreams. They're on the vision board in front of me and you kind of go and I kind of look at them and I think, so, it, you know, what it reminds me of, so, you know, how Beyonce was just paid like 25, $35 million to like perform for an hour in Dubai no, or, wherever, or wherever. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 totally, yeah. totally. And I'm like, so I look at that and I'm like, what would I, what would I get paid? shit loads of money for what would yeah, it be yeah. the thing that yeah, I yeah. That someone says I'll give you a million dollars to do that I'll give you 10 yeah, yeah. million dollars to do that so And I and I liken it to that idea of if you're surrounded by people who don't believe in you, yeah. like, there are caps on your dreams. Like, yeah, yeah. you're only dreaming so big. And you're right. If you have people around you who not only believe you but also believe that anything is possible for them and they're already out there doing what you think is big so their dreams mm-hmm. are bigger, it actually, like, unlocks this, like, world of possibility and, mm-hmm. like, helps you move into this level that is so much bigger mm-hmm. than you can really imagine oh
1: a hundred percent I know someone once asked me about my coaching and they're like people actually pay you that much and I was like but I change no, I, I empower I help people to like you know people who have come to me are earning so much and then by the end of it they're earning double triple like for me I'm like of course and that mm. the investment has been validated to me again and again because people mm. continue to pay those prices yeah, and so um, yeah, cool analogy there about
0: Beyonce. I love it. <laughs> That's my 2023 mantra: like be Beyonce. You know? <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. Oh, that is so good. Look, Claire, thank you so much for sharing your valuable time with us today. Uh, so many tangents, so many amazing nuggets of wisdom there. Where can we get a copy of your book? On my website
1: is the best place. So come to oh. www.clarewood.com forward slash intentional profit. But if you even just come to my website, clairewood.com, you'll see the link for book on there. Um, and remember that Claire has no I. It's C-L-A-R-E.
0: Perfect. We will link everything up anyway, but that is absolutely incredible. My copy is on the way and I can't wait for it to transform my life. So thank (laughs) you for everything that you do and um, sharing that wisdom with the Spark community. It's so great to be here. Thanks for having me. That wraps this episode of Spark TV. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. That helps other amazing female founders like you find us and grow too. You can also follow along on Instagram at Spark Founders Program for daily business inspiration and DM us with a guest you'd like to hear from next or even join our community at sparkfoundersprogram.com. Thank you for being here. And if no one tells you today, you got this.